Welcome to the Team Clearcoat Podcast. This is an automotive enthusiast podcast by two car nerds. We love cars, we love talking about cars, and we love yelling at each other about cars. I'm Dave. And I'm Ian. And this is our show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Team Clearcoat. And uh, just as a little way of intro, since this is our second podcast ever. Yeah. Team Clearcoat is about making the best of what you have, be it our peeling cars, our broken computers, or the goddamn bathroom door that just doesn't latch. <laughs> it's about taking pride in the things we make better while recognizing that everything will always be just a little Team Clearcoat. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So, yes, let's. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Let's. We need some garage updates. So, Ian? <laughs> I saw Dave's notes from early from later on and I've been spoiled. Um I don't have much update other than Well not about the car itself, oh. but yeah. Yeah, no, I have I have some updates. I've got uh I bought driving racing safety gear. Uh I will be doing a chump car race later in October. This is amazing. And I have all of the safety gear I need. So all I need now is like a plane ticket, and I'm 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 going. It's happening. So okay, so you have run me through like what you bought and like the rough cost if you feel like exposing that. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So I I didn't go super super cheap because mm-hmm. I will be driving an old Italian car, <laughs> and I didn't want to skimp on fire protection. Okay, that's my right. thinking. I like that. I like that. So I went with. Um, I have, uh, OMP, uh, fire suit. Okay. Um, pretty good one. That was about $400. Okay. All right. Um, I have fireproof underwear. Okay. Nomex underwear uh-huh. and socks. And that was another like, couple hundred bucks. Okay. Um, I have, uh, OMP gloves and Sparco shoes. Okay. Um, everything is red. Okay. All of that is red. Okay. All right. You are because, driving an Italian car. Only because that was what fit at the store. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm in a large suit, okay. which is weird. Yeah. It's very baggy on me. Okay. As the guy at the store said, uh, he had me sit in a race seat and then had his – he, like, motioned for his manager to come over. And he was like, hey, uh, I need your help. Ian here is ill-proportioned. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I have Thank long ar- I have Thank long you. arms and no legs. So, okay. uh <laughs> in order to get my wrists from not being exposed to the inevitable fire. Um he had to call his man like, "Hey, we got another freakazoid." <laughs> yeah, basically that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> another one wandered in. Yeah. Yeah. Where are we finding these knuckle draggers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay, all right. Um, so that that's what I have. Okay, um, and then I have a, a Bell Sport helmet uh-huh. and balaclava. So right now, all in for safety gear, I'm right at a grand. Okay, um, and it, that's a little bit more than you probably have to spend to be legal for chump car or lemons or any of those. Okay, but. The suit is going to be able to last me for a long time because it's a true Nomex suit. Um, I had found out that the cheaper suits are basically like cotton with like a spray-on. Oh, really? Fire okay. resistance thing. Just scotch guarded. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like okay. Super, super heavy-duty scotch guard. Um, so the one that I have will last a lot longer. Okay. Um, he said, you know, I mean, it's 
it's got a really current rating and everything, so it'll last. Um, he said potentially for years. So okay, all right. And you did you purchased all this locally? Yeah, we luckily there's a a, a company called Wine Country Motorsports. Okay, and they have offices in California and Florida, and then they have one in, here in Colorado, down in the tech center. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, like just a few minutes from work, actually. Awesome. So uh, and that's where I bought my helmet from and everything too. It's really nice to be able to like go and try stuff yeah. on. Yeah. Um, especially the shoes because I would have definitely ended up with the wrong size shoes. Okay. Yeah. So it was great. That's really cool, man. I'm really, really excited to hear how the race goes. Like I cannot wait to just talk to you about it. I'm very, very excited about it. And when is this happening? It's uh, mid-October. I'm going to be racing at Road America uh, in the Trump Car Race there with my dad and my uncle and my cousin that's amazing and it's an alfa romeo no oh it is it's a, a maserati it's a maserati by turbo oh. also known as the one that jeremy clarkson smashed okay all right um it is not the finest maserati ever I like made it, though. it's kind of cool it, and the i don't know have i ever showed you pictures of the race car no oh i'll have to show you pictures they like the, the interior is obviously completely stripped out uh-huh. there's no glass or anything roll cage Full roll cage. Okay. Yeah. So for Trump Car, you have to have roll cage and, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, fixed mounting points for the seats and the belts mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Um, all sorts of safety stuff. But um, the one, the one like, luxury, like, flourish they left in it was the wooden shift knob. No. Which is just awesome. It'll okay. Re- it looks really cool on a That's race awesome. car. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the number is 185. Okay. Um Due to the Joe Walsh song, um, my Maserati does 185. Okay. I lost my license. Now I don't drive. Anything? <laughs> Anything, Dave? So I used to work at a music store. I do not know that song. You probably shouldn't. I'm if sorry. You, you would lose your music store cred if it, you did. I can tell you everything Aphex Twin did. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. But, yeah. It's okay. owned by okay. my dad and my uncle. They're old people. So that, I love it. I love hilarious it. to them. That's great. Um, yeah. So I'm really, really excited and terrified and nervous. Okay. I, oh, so I do remember something about a wooden shift knob where it wouldn't conduct heat from the transmission. So that was why, like, I think, oh. like, the Porsche Carrera GT had a wooden shift knob? No, come on. You yes. made that up. No, I remember reading something about this recently. In podcast episode three, when we record a corrections and updates, <laughs> we can say what I, what is wrong and what I'm completely off base on. But I thought it was because a wooden shift knob wouldn't conduct drivetrain heat. No way. And that's why they preferred them. Wow. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Maybe this is news to Ian. That is news to which Ian. Which is a rare segment. News to Dave is much more frequent. Well, it's only because <laughs> I like to waste time at work and read, read stuff. <laughs> read automotive Right news. on. So yeah. so that's awesome. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, I'm I'm very very excited and like I said nervous. So the goal is to just like not crash into anything. Yes. yes. Not break the car. Uh-huh. And just keep it tidy. Keep that's, it keep it tight. Yes. Tight like a tiger. <laughs> that's what I'm going for. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Yes. Okay. And you're going to warm up by playing Project Cars on my gaming machine. Yes, because Gran Turismo does not have Road America. Project Cars does, yes. and I have a I have a Logitech G25 set up with the pedals and a shifter. I don't think it has a Maserati bi turbo. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but we might be able to find something close. It has like 
cool old um, BMW 6 Series. Oh, There's cool. all kinds of great cars in that game. Yeah, I need something that's going to have a like a decent horsepower and low grip. Because uh-huh. they have they have a lot of problems with that car, like because the uh, the uh, hubs are are weird size and everything that they can't get decent sized um, tires on it. They can't oh. get decent sized rubber underneath it. Okay. So the grip is not not big. You're running on four donut spares. Essentially, yes. yes. I've like, always wanted to do that. Have you ever seen – there's a Chris Harris video where he puts a CLK 63 okay. on uh, four donut spares. No way. It's hilarious. Okay. I must watch it after it's we're done with this. unbelievably funny. Go okay. look it up. Chris Harris, and I think they call them Space Savers in England. So Chris okay. Harris – C sixty three space savers space savers it's awesome awesome yeah nice okay well cool man so what's going on with you Dave so um, there's no news with my sob uh, other than it continues to be a sob that's good um, the air conditioning has not broke yet has not broken yet thank you Missouri public school system <laughs> air condition not broke yet um, yeah, yeah conjugation eludes me sometimes but it's um. It's just running. It's running so well. I'm just, I'm just waiting for something to happen, and I, I don't know. I'm certainly enjoying it for what it is right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah. It's uh. I don't know. It continues to be a sob. I checked in the driveway earlier today. It is still a sob. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. Awesome. Um. Have you seen anything lately? I have. I texted you today. Yes, you did. Um, I saw one of my absolute favorite cars. I was I I was driving back from uh, just doing some bike riding, and um, I saw a Volkswagen Phaeton behind me. Mm-hmm. And like any red blooded human being, I pulled into the other lane and slowed and said, down. "Oh my God, is that a Passat?" <laughs> no, no, oh. I, I. I I pulled into the other lane and let it catch up to me and pass me so I could see if it was the W8 or 12. Yes. And of and thankfully it was the W12. I love that car so much. I know you do. It's yeah. really strange. I know. I I don't know what it is about the Phaeton, but I've loved it ever ever since I found out that Volkswagen was making a luxury car. I don't even really like Volkswagens in general. I mean like yeah. they're great. I love your R32, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like Volkswagens just as much as, like, oh, like, you know, people like Volkswagens, right? Right. Um, but for some reason, I've just been captivated by the Phaeton. I don't know why, but it just has this weird vibe. It just resonates with me for some reason. Like, it hits some harmonic in me. Yeah. It, it's so contradictory that Volkswagen tried to do that. It's so great. And... The fact that they used to joke that the sales figures were so poor that people would sneak them back onto the dealer lots at night. Like that – I don't know, but I just love that. And I mean I am a cheapskate. So like you tell me I can get an $85,000 car for twenty, maybe fifteen now. Yeah. Um, I'm in. But I'm probably in. Probably not the W12. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. And the first – I mean even if you did, the uh-huh. first repair bill would probably uh-huh. be just as much. Yes. Is what you bought it yes. for. Yes, you would be doubling the cost of what you paid yeah, for the car. Because where do you take it? I don't, I don't know. Okay. I have an engine hoist. 
which will inevitably be necessary for that car. I'm not exactly sure why. I just know I should have one. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I do. Yeah. So my garage is Phaeton ready, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This house comes with a Phaeton ready garage. (laughs) Yes, Vanna White hand gesture. That just means there's an empty bay for you to store it while it's broken. (laughs) And a floor drain for oil and transmission fluid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Are they terribly unreliable the w12s i don't know i i haven't i haven't like consumed enough media about them to know like what typically goes wrong with a w12 or anything like that i haven't like done the amount of research that i would normally do to find out like yeah if i would buy buy one interesting and like since it's not like a hatchback or a wagon like i'm probably not gonna buy it anytime (laughs) soon (laughs) right and you know because i'm dave and like i'm sure if i put like Thule bike rack Volkswagen Phaeton in a Google search, my uh-huh. computer would just punch me. Like you want- Google would probably just return, do you mean Passat? Yeah. Are you sure yeah. you don't mean Passat? You live in Colorado. Yeah. You mean Passat. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I just – I want something weird and I want to put a bike rack on it. I know. But, yeah. So I that- did see a, 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 a C63 AMG the nice. other day with a bike rack. Yes. I thought of you. Yep. As you should. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Love it. Anyway, what have you seen lately? Um, well, I have seen um, some articles okay. that I would like to talk about. Okay. All right. Um, including one thing. I actually need to look something up. So okay. what, what's the other thing that you've seen? So I've seen a couple other things. I, um, my wife is not a car person. So whenever she notices a car, it's a pretty big thing. Um, we were driving around the other day and she was absolutely horrified by the car that was in front of us. She's like, what is that? It looks disgusting. (laughs) It was a Chrysler PT Cruiser convertible with the fake wood grain. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, it's a Chrysler PT Cruiser with convertible with fake wood grain. Right. And so like she, she, if a vehicle is so bad that it stands out to her. That is bad, man. Yeah. That is bad. Um, so I saw that, unfortunately. And in other bad news, uh, Mel- Melissa, my wife, also saw um, a, Volks- or a Volkswagen, Volkswagen on the mind, mm-hmm. a Nissan Murano Cross Cabriolet. I think there's a few of them in town. I, I think you're right because she came home and told me about seeing this. She, she was like, I saw the weirdest car. It was a Nissan and I looked at it and it said Murano, but it was a convertible. And Did I was you like, say it looked like a giant bathtub rolling around <laughs> I with been. a windscreen on it? And I was like, what you've seen, honey, is yeah. one of the worst cars ever made. Yeah. And well, just one of the strangest. Yeah. Like, how did this get approved? Uh-huh. And then I saw one yesterday when I was getting gas at Costco. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I've seen multiple of them in town and I don't. I, it's one of those cars that you just want to pull the driver uh-huh. over. Yes. Like you just need like – like we should get like a special colored light uh-huh. yep. that we could yep. have as car enthusiasts to pull these people over and just <laughs> ask them why – Nosy patrol. Nosy yeah. patrol. Yeah. yeah. What, mm-hmm. pl- explain yourself, yes. sir. Yes. Can you please give us the decisions that have led up to this? Yeah. What else was on the list? <laughs> yes. Yes, you figured out you couldn't sawzall a Pontiac Aztec roof off. <laughs> what, what were you? What yeah. were you cross shopping this with? Yes, you know? yes. That's what else amazing. was in the Google searches? Yeah. Um, so saw that. Um, 
and then I, I saw, I was coming back from a bike ride with a friend, and we saw a red Ferrari 355. And it oh. just it just floors me at how well that car has aged. It was the hardtop, wasn't the Targa. It, it just, it looked so good. It looked so great. So that's called the F-355. F-355. If it's the hardtop. Okay. Well, unless it's the got the flappy paddles and then it's the 355 f1 oh okay because that's what they called the f1 gearbox yeah okay but but man it just it it looks great and how old is it now it debuted in like 94 i think it was a 95 model year or something so it's 20 years old that's amazing and it's you're right it's It's absolutely beautiful so gorgeous but you 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 can't have one dave so why not okay so and actually, so I'm going to just refer people to uh, – there's a guy named Doug DeMuro who writes for Jalopnik. And uh, he has a great article, and I think it's actually called Why You Can't Own a 355. Okay, that's right, because he was looking for a 355 <clears throat> and then bought a 360. 360. Okay, all right. So the advantage of the 360 was that basically it was the last – it's basically the last one that you can readily find with a stick shift. Okay. Mid-engined Ferrari V8 with the stick shift. But it is the first modern Ferrari, and all of them have been the way this way since, uh, where they don't require routine engine-out services. And really? The, and the 355 is notoriously crazy unreliable. Really? Yeah, like catastrophically so. So I'm the point, listening. <laughs> so I have a friend who was like really, really into the 355, and he was okay. obsessed with them. So we were doing research on him because he was noticing that the price trend with it, they were depreciating really quickly. And okay. this was probably four or five years ago. And he just kind of like anecdotally just noticed that all of the ones he was seeing for sale at lower prices all had like eighteen or 19,000 miles on them. And he thought that was really strange. So we started doing some more digging into it, and he comes to find out 20,000 miles, huge services due. Okay. And at that point, he was like, oh, yeah, this is not not ever going to be attainable because the the service bills are just unbelievable. Every three to five years, you have to have a mandatory engine out service. Oh, dear Lord. And it's like six to eight grand on the low end. Uh. Okay. So you're you're looking at realistically probably ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Just in, just in routine maintenance every couple of years. Oh man. Okay. And that's not including the things that will go wrong with right. your car right. if you drive it, right. which is the point of owning it. Right. Um. So I mean, you're better off with like a paper mache version, <laughs> or or just modding a Fiero. Fiero. Right. Yeah. Throwing a body kit on a Fiero. <laughs> yes. I mean, I agree. They are beautiful, beautiful cars. I saw uh, when we were in uh, Italy a few years ago, we went to the uh, Ferrari Museum. And outside they have a bunch – there's always a bunch of Ferrari owners who are, like, trying to, like, take you for rides or let you drive your car for some absurd number of euros. Okay. And uh, there was a guy there with a just pristine uh, GTS, the Targa. Okay. it was just – I was drooling over it. Like I had just gotten out of the Ferrari museum, you know, looking at like Michael Schumacher's F1 cars and stuff. And then I come outside. I'm standing in the parking lot drooling over this car more than I was anything that was in there really. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. But yeah. but you, you can't, you can't, can't have get it. one. Dang it. 
All right. I'll just have to find a Phaeton W12, I guess. <laughs> well, that's the reliable choice. <laughs> yes. You yes. know that. Uh-huh. That's, that's the af- clear coat, man. Yeah, that's the affordable uh-huh. choice. Yes. You, you're, you're doing something wrong. We we should start a series. Team Clearcoat endorses. Yeah, <laughs> where we Just give bad decisions, horrible advice. Yes. Yeah, but but under the pretense that there is more horrible advice that we could be giving, we're giving the slightly less awful advice. Right. 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 Yeah. All I right. Like it. Cool. So what else we got? So I would like to talk about um, this week. Uh, Jamie Kitman, who's one of my favorite automotive writers, uh, had an article, um, I believe it was on Automobile, in Automobile Magazine, um, about the recent trend, and not really recent, but like the, the uptick again of people buying SUVs as yes. gas prices have fallen. Yes. And basically, he was kind of calling into question the idea that is being pushed by the automakers that, well, they're just, they're just selling what people want. They're responding to customer demand. Right. And really he was saying that, you know, is it is it customer demand or is it customers buying what they're being sold? Um, and he, he cited examples going all the way back to the 50s with like, you know, big finned boats and all that okay. sort of stuff. And, and then also this week the embargo got lifted on um, the Bentley – Bentiaga, Bent, Bentiaga. This is the segment we learn how to pronounce a car name. Well, I mean, look at that. Yeah, uh, Bentiaga, Bentiaga, yeah. and also, uh, look at that. Yeah, that it's, is. It's atrocious. That's a bad car, right? man. Yeah, that's a bad car. And I just want to know, like, why? Where did we get? How did we get to this point where SUV equaled luxury? Like it used to be right. just a utilitarian mm-hmm. utilitarian thing and Range Rovers have been around for forever and have been luxurious for I guess what 25 30 years yeah yeah but it's gotten silly i it seems like it, it really snowballed after Porsche did the Cayenne yes um because it i mean at some point it seemed like there was a trend in automotive manufacturing where um whether or not a brand made an SUV was something that people paid attention to. Oh, right. well, Lexus hasn't put out an SUV. Yeah. You know, so then buyers went elsewhere, right? Oh, this is BMW's first SUV. Yeah. You know, and it, all of that kind of seemed to start, it, I mean, if just memory serves, like after the Cayenne. Well, I think that was the, for the high end, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I think it was bef- I think it started before then especially for American buyers. I mean, there was you know the I mean if you remember in the 90s you can you can turn around without seeing in a a, a suburban or a Tahoe, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. They, they were everywhere. Explorers just explorers. The exploders. Uh-huh. As far as the eye could see. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw a Ford Excursion. Yeah. That's that's the really big one, right? Yeah. Yeah. What was the what was There's the one? the expedition too. Right, and that was the step down. Right. The Ford Excursion I saw, the very first time I thought saw it, I thought it was a military vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> so let's get back to the consumer demand versus consumers buying what they're being sold. Right. 
right? Well, I, so, I want to hear more about that. Okay, so his point was, and I think it's a, I think it's a valid one, is basically that the the main driver in in SUVs being popular is the fact that the profit margins are much much higher on them for the automakers. Because okay, because if you think about it, like raw materials is really not the big driver of cost for a modern automaker anymore. Right. It's it's workforce, it's the retooling of their mm-hmm. of their factories and all of these sorts of things. Right. It's not really the raw material. So the cost to make a um you know for let's let's take well Porsche is probably a bad example because they're kind of a still they're a relatively low volume automaker, but let's take Volkswagen. Okay. We'll, we'll go sure. back to Volkswagen. All right. It so, always goes back to me. <laughs> yeah. So the cost to make a, a Touareg is n- <laughs> only nominally more than it is to make a Passat. Okay. Right? Okay. But they charge a lot more oh, yeah. for the Touareg than uh-huh. they do for the Passat. I love the way you say Touareg. Yeah. So so the, the point is basically that that – with, through through marketing um, campaigns and 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 incentives and all these other things, mm-hmm. automakers are driving consumers to want okay the SUV as a status right. symbol. Yes, is in, instead of a, a utilitarian thing, which it hasn't been for a long time. Right, of course. You know, and it's I think it's even gotten worse with the the CUV thing. Like there was a uh, that which is that crossover thing. Um, there was a. I was eating lunch the other day, and uh, this car pulls up, and it's unmistakably a station wagon, but uh-huh. it looks like it just has a lift kit on it. Right. Toyota Venza. Yes. It's a. It's it, an SUV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's all it is, really, is a station wagon that they've made worse. Right. By yes. jacking up the suspension and putting bigger wheels on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. I mean, obviously, there's the perception of safety versus the increased risk of rollover. Like, there's there's all of these just things that seem at at face value. They seem like great ideas for SUV owners. Um, you know, you're higher than cars. You you have most cars. You have some better visibility. Although, I mean, as all of us are buying SUVs, you know, as a, you know, speaking like as Americans, not certainly not you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then of course, like you know, then everyone's visibility is just the same as it was when we were all in Honda Civics. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just don't. Well, and if you think about it, really, the safety argument really kind of folds up because everyone's in bigger cars, right? So the the mat, just like the sheer mass argument, doesn't really hold up right. anymore. Right. You're you have like you have. Um, uh, an increased stopping distance. Yes, because, because you're the, heavier. The car weighs more. Yep. You're, um, you're. I mean, you're you're heavier, so you can't yep. maneuver as well. Right. Yep. The gas mileage is worse, obviously. Uh, yeah, everything is yeah. worse. Yeah. Except for you have this like this driving position that's elevated, mm-hmm. and really, there's no more room in the car than you would have with a decent sized station wagon. Right. Exactly. So you have all of the downsides. Yes. Of the truck. While with, the manufacturer is making more per vehicle than they would be on 
the station wagon version or something like that. Yeah. Right? Because it has an increased markup because it gets this person this status. Yeah. They know and they're selling to that status. Yeah. So like okay. what I the the other example I like to to show to use is the go and price a BMW X3. Uh-huh. And then go look at a a uh, three series wagon. Of course, yeah. The three series wagon actually, I think, has more cargo room in it. Okay. And, and I think more leg room as well. Okay. Um, or maybe it was the X one. Might have been the X one and the X and the three series wagon because they were basically on the same platform. But anyway, right, right. The three series wagon is cheaper, gets better gas mileage, is faster, corners stops better. Yes. And. Is at the end of the day no less safe right. than 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 the SUV. Yeah, I I don't know. I so a good friend of mine recently bought a Honda Pilot. Um, he has kids, and that was kind of the car that you know he just kind of defaulted to. It has plenty of room. Um, he goes skiing a lot, so he's always up in the mountains, and the all-wheel drive system on those is great. You know, um, I've been in it in snow, and you know it it does a great job. I mean. Not necessarily anything better than I would think, like, you know, a, an all-wheel drive BMW wagon with snow tires would do. Or, you know, just something front-wheel drive with some great snow tires. Yeah. Um, and, like, so another thing, like, as a cyclist, like, you throw a bike rack on top of something as big as a Honda Pilot, it's always an issue to get something down off the roof of that thing like right this is colorado right like there's bike racks on just about every other car out there yeah like and i see people with them on their suvs and then i see these little people just like trying to get their bikes down and then like you know yeah (laughs) what are you trying to say dave little people i'm just saying i get it i'm just saying like you'd have an easier time if the bike rack was on a station wagon i agree and you could take the station wagon to the track and also i would like to say as a person with a child now, yes, I can formally declare that that I have kids. I need an SUV. Argument is bullshit. Yes, you you can absolutely have yes children in the back of very small cars. I take R thirty twos. R thirty twos. I I put Nico in the back of my R thirty two all the time. Yep. Yeah. I I mean I don't know. I'm sure it's different if you have four kids. You know. Yes. But then you're buying minivans. Right. You know. And really you should be less at that point you should be less concerned with car purchasing and yes. more concerned with like prophylactic purchasing. <laughs> with birth control. Yeah. That's what you, you should be yes. shopping for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I find it very interesting that the just just the I've never thought before you told me about it consumers buying what they're being sold versus you know consumers demanding it i just haven't it's just something that i haven't thought about it yeah so well, I, I appreciate that i encourage everybody to get to to read that jamie kipman article and everything jamie kipman writes but that article in particular because it, it is really good and it really does a good job of boiling down all of the arguments as to why you and everyone you know does not need an suv and really i think the world not just for uh, driving enthusiasts, but just in general, would be mm-hmm. a better place if we kind of took it down a notch. Yeah, Bentley yeah. should not be making SUVs. No, the day that Lotus makes one is when oh we just all have to quit. Yes, yeah, and, uh-huh. and we fly off of this planet. Uh, 
Yeah. It'll be upset, yeah. but you know it's coming. I mean, yeah. it'll, it'll, car guys, get in the rocket that we built. It's, yeah. a, it's a Saab Volkswagen rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it might get us out of the atmosphere. It's just built. <laughs> It's just built with uh, broken O2 sensors from my car. <laughs> That's all it has. Yes, yes. And extra parts we've taken out of our horrible track car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so let's talk about some video games. Uh, you know, you are going to be p- playing Project Cars later on tonight. I'm really interested to see what you think of that. I mean, I've played a lot of – I play tons of video games. So some of them are car games. I play a lot of stuff. But um, – I'm really interested to see your take on Project Cars. Yeah, I'm uh, excited to play. I've never played yeah, that. It's, it's a good game. They're doing a great job. They're, they've announced Project Cars 2, which I guess has caused some uproar because they crowdfunded Project Cars 1. And then after it came out and everybody bought it, then they just very quickly announced Project Cars 2 and are seeking crowdfunding again. Okay. And I, I think people are upset that they're not pouring more resources into downloadable content for Project Cars. And just right. making it a better game, um, but I I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great game. I like it a lot. Um, I'm very interested to see how things work out because I um, I bought a Steam Link, which is a horribly named product, but it's a little uh, box that will let you stream games from your PC to your television. Okay. I get it in October, and I, I want to see like if I can plug my racing wheel into the streaming box and if it'll pass through you know, to the gaming PC. I don't know, Dave. Yeah, so we're going to find out. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I don't know. I really like uh, NVIDIA's in-home streaming. I use that for my NVIDIA Shield all the time. Uh, I play like Dirt Showdown and Dirt 3 that way, and it works really well. The latency on my home network I have wireless AC. It's great. Um, I really like that. I'm, so I'm really interested to see how this is going to work with something like Project Cars, where you want like a steering wheel right. and these other peripherals instead of just a controller. Yeah. Yeah. So I like I don't know. it. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Can, um, can we play FMK Cars? Now? We can definitely play FMK Cars. I have some. I have some good ones. I have two good ones okay. lined up for you. Okay. We're going to do two each. Is that yeah? What the plan let's is? do two each. Yeah. I like it. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. <clears throat> Hit let me, me. Let me grab my notes here. All right. I almost clapped really loudly. <laughs> All right. So um, a little bit on topic. Uh, we're just going to go with cars that were awful ideas. Okay. Okay. You can guess that the first one is a Nissan Cross Cabriolet. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm okay. sorry, but that's in there. Okay. All right. Up next... A smart car, but the Brabus edition oh, of a smart car. So it has maybe... I always say Brabus. Brabus. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. We've talked about the Missouri public school system before. <laughs> well, no, I, um, I don't know. I don't know which Brabus, one Brabus. Um, and lastly, we have a Chevy SSR, also known as the Trisuck. I'm sorry to do, there's better ones in the queue. Yeah. You're going to like, I mean, you know, you're going to get something that you'll love, but. All right. Well, I, not I, I'm already, I'm already regretting how I'm going to have to answer this because. They're all bad choices. I mean, spoiler alert, I'm going to marry the SSR. Okay. All um, right. Just because you want rear wheel drive in a V8. It's at least close to a good car yeah yeah it's the closest one mm-hmm. so i would i'm 
I would fuck the smart car. Yeah, because you just have to see how bad. It... I would hoon that for a day. Yeah, you yeah. Just drive the shit out of it uh-huh. for a day. Just put it in reverse and just floor it. Am I allowed to do an engine swap for my one day? Is that allowed? What would you do? Have you ever seen the Hibusa? I have seen the Hibusa. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that oh would my be amazing. God! Yeah, no, you would marry that. That would yeah. be your daily driver. <laughs> yeah, I would just go everywhere in circles. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. I love so there's a there's a really great smart car Hibusa video on on YouTube where it's just a guy going up and down a hill and at every end he does like three donuts and then every time he drives by like it's just some dude holding a camera following this guy just hooning this this car okay. on one tiny little strip of like a driveway <laughs> and he just has the biggest smile on his face because it's too. so re- and it, the tires are just always spinning. <laughs> Oh, I want one of those. Yeah. Um, so then you have to kill. I'm killing the crosshair. Okay. Because right. why? Why I, did they do that? I, I think if you, it's this um, old timey legend. If you kill a cross cabriolet, then an elf will haunt you in your dreams. <laughs> I'm still killing it. That's fine. Okay. All right. Maybe he'll make me some cookies. Okay. All right. Kill the cabriolet. Fuck the, the SS, fuck the smart car. We'll marry the, marry the SSR. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to back you into a corner. Yeah, Th- I'm about to do ones. it to you. I'm about okay. to do it to you right now. Oh, this is shitbox edition. This is the shit. I'm gonna do the shitbox edition okay. first, and then okay. and then I have a really good, like you're gonna have a touch tough choice. Okay, with the right. amazing cars I have. Okay, so the the shitbox edition. See if you can spot a trend, Dave. Okay, I'm gonna go Subaru Brat. Oh, yeah. El Camino. Yes. Ford Ranchero. Ford Ranchero. Okay. All right. I have to ask some deets. Oh, God. Um, what is the difference between the Ranchero and the El Camino other than one's Ford and one's Chevy? Is one an automatic? No. Like, no? no, they're both, they're, they're both going to have the same configuration, which I believe they came with – I believe they both came with automatics. Okay. And V8. We'll say automatics and V8s. Okay. All right. So. And the Brat is a five-speed okay. with their four-cylinder whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was a four-speed. I can't remember. I knew somebody that had the – what was the domestic version of the Brat? It was like a – We got the Brat here. No, there was – We got the – we also got the Coupe, and we – my my parents had the Coupe. There was a, there was a badge-engineered version, though. That like Mercury had, and it was like the Mercury Renegade, something like that. This is this is news to me. Uh, okay, it, would it be Mercury though? Because uh, I can't remember. If anyone I, had a tie up with Subaru, I think it was GM at that point. Yeah, I can't remember, but I knew a guy that had the badge engineered version of the Subaru Brat. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Was it a Suzu? Maybe no. That was his high school daily driver car, hmm. and people used to make fun of him for it. But yeah, I didn't. Yeah. yeah, how did he end up with it? Do we know? I do you know I don't know. Yeah, we just kind of briefly knew each other. Was his parents just like, "I'm going to find the least cool car possible for maybe"? Him. Yeah, yeah, it probably worked. Have you ever seen online the uh, the people who swap STI drive lines into the brats? Uh, no, but they should. It's they hilarious. should every day. <laughs> um. Really so I think I think I would. Fuck the brat, just because 
I would just try to see if I could kill it in a day. Right. Because, I mean, those things are pretty bulletproof outside of rust. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like everybody that I talked to that knew somebody that had one or that their parents had one or they had one, they loved it. Well, and you still see them. You do. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I would just try to see if I could just ramp off of enough things mm-hmm. or run into enough things. Right. You know, to to kill it. Yeah, no, and I, I, that's yeah. a good idea because I think I fe- I think I see more brats than I do SVXs. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um. So then I'd probably kill the ranchero because oh. I kind of want an El Camino. Really? Like really done up. So I'd probably marry the El Camino. Interesting. Okay. I don't know. It it seems like. Over time, I've shifted a little bit more to Chevy than I have Ford, but I've kind of vacillated between the two. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's what I do. I think I would do – I would have done – I would have kept the – I would have swapped your El Camino and Ranchero because okay. for some reason I always thought the front end of the Ranchero looked cool. Yeah? I always liked it. I think I just like the, the lines on the Camino a little bit better. Okay. Yeah, but – we would both try to see if we could destroy a brat in a day yeah, without killing ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that would be a fun day. Yep. Just drive to like a landfill somewhere and see what we could run into. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. I have a, I have good, good cars for you in this one. Yay. I love this, uh, this theme. Um, oh, let's see. Okay. All right, this one's a little weird. Okay. And maybe maybe since the last one was awful ideas and this one's a little weird, maybe we'll do, maybe we'll do one more after this, but it's your call. <clears throat> so, I called this one what's the frequency, Kenneth? Okay. These cars all have cassette decks, no matter what they are. <laughs> and there there is a tape stuck in the cassette deck <laughs> that you cannot turn off. You cannot turn down the volume. This will be playing anytime you drive the car, no matter what. Okay. All right? All right. First up, we have a third-generation RX-7 twin-turbo manual. All right. Oh, God. (laughs) With a Spin Doctors cassette (laughs) in the tape player. Okay. All right? Now, uh, is it just one song? Is it like a single or no, is it, it oh, it's, it's an album? Full, you have to listen to the bad songs on the album. Yeah. You have to All listen right. to everything. Okay. Um, then we have a Datsun 240. Oh. Okay. Right? Uh, with a fish bootleg. Oh, for <laughs> sake, Dave. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> Lastly. <laughs> Okay, we're going to do another one after this one to to give you a car you like. But lastly, we have a Ferrari F456, right? The weird Ferrari. The 456? Yeah. Yeah, the one that nobody likes. The one that nobody likes except me. <laughs> okay. Um, that only – that has a cassette of dubbed Art Bell radio shows. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Art Bell was? Yes. The crazy conspiracy theory guy? Yeah. Yeah, that used to have the weird radio show where people just call in and say they've seen UFOs and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. RX-7 Spin Doctors. 
Why, why are you like, ruining like, my good cars? I'm, RX-7 Spin Doctors. What is the 240 Like any have? good American oh, fish, would do. The fucking fish CD. <laughs> cassette. Oh, cassette, yeah. <laughs> Bootleg cassette. I bet the sound quality is awesome. No, no, no. It's a soundboard recording. Yeah. This oh, is- good. Whew! <laughs> <laughs> This is top tier stuff. What a relief. Yeah. Yeah. Fish. Dave. Okay. Yep. And trust me. We're by the way, uh everyone, we're 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 not jam band fans here no, at Team Clerk. Not really. Sorry if you are. I'm not. I'm yeah. not sorry. Okay. I'm not sorry. Yeah. They're terrible. Um damn it. I've actually seen Fish live. Why? I was in college Ian. Things happen. Uh, it's yeah. Just the it was default the, like explanation. It for was everything. the late '90s. Yeah, I was just listening to a lot of Cake. Yeah, yeah. The cake is you don't have to apologize for Cake. They covered grooves in the heart. Well, so wait, was Cake at the Fish concert? No, that's just. Does that have? To that's do just with the context for where I was at. Yeah. Okay. You know. All right. I hadn't quite found Aphex Twin yet. Square Pusher. Yeah. Music that sounded like people throwing synthesizers down flights of stairs. Right. You know. You know, good like stuff. You, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff that I just love to dance to. Right. Okay. I'm going to get Let's down do to this. it. I'm going to get do down this. to it. Yep. Oh. I'm so sorry. I just picture you driving around in one of these just hating so, life. So I think actually I might surprise you here. So Okay. Because the Art Bell thing actually – I would – that is the most appealing soundtrack okay. of all of them. Okay. Well, I'm glad it's not Fish or Spin Doctors. I think, though, I would crush the Ferrari. Even though it has Art Bell. Even though it has Art Bell. Okay. And I think I'm Why going to – Why would you crush the Ferrari? Because it's not supposed to be very good, Dave. It's, it's supposed to be pretty bad. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, obviously, I've never driven one. Yeah. I've never driven a, a 456. I've driven – other another Ferrari, but I've never driven that one, and so I'm going okay. to okay. I'm going to I'm going to fuck the RX-7. Okay, so so hard with the Spin Doctors, and and then just sing and, "Little Miss Can't Be Wrong." Yeah, was that their song? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then I'm going to yeah, that will be in your head for the rest of your life. Thank you. Yeah. And then I'm going to marry the 240Z. And okay. I'm going to remedy the tape situation by just basically removing the exhaust and just doing just straight pipes from the headers back. <laughs> okay. That's my plan. All right. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I'm sorry to do that to you. Yeah. But okay. I probably would have taken the 456. I don't know why. It's I don't know why certain things just strike a chord with me, but for some reason I always like that car. Hmm. It's got pop-up headlights. <laughs> yeah. That are gonna break. They're broken right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is with older Ferraris, like you can't drive them. Yeah. You know, you no, you don't see, you don't see three fifty fives or four fifty six, four fifty sixes with sixty thousand miles on them. You don't. It just doesn't happen. No, I would, I would try, I would try, and then I would fail, and it would be broken, and I'd be sad. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd have to take the engine out to like change the timing. I told you I have a hoist. <laughs> just picture me just just destroying a Ferrari by trying to look up like Google searches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No, that that would not go well. I can do a head gasket on a sob in no time. But uh oof. Yeah. Not a good idea, Dave. Yeah. All right. What else you got for me, Ian? All right. So I've got I have actual good cars for you, Dave. Okay. Without, I, without any I catches. will give you one after this with good cars. No All catches. Right. All right. So I'm going to require, because these are all, like, very rare. Okay. I have visual aids. Yeah, okay, for great. You. Yeah. And follow along at home and look them up while I'm, while I'm talking about them. So I'm going to do, these are all homologation specials. Oh, awesome. Homologated race cars. I always wondered how to say that word. Go on. Yeah, homologation. Mm-hmm. That's how you say it. Um, I have, we've done a, an FMK cars before that was Group B. Yes. Rally car homologation. Yes. Which Lancia is Delta. awesome, yes. yes. Um, Integrale mm-hmm. must have. But this is not that. <laughs> okay. This is a step above that, yeah. Oh, because boy. Because those homologation rules required 500 car- road, yes. road cars. Yes, yes. This is Le Mans GT1 homologation, 25 cars each. Yes. Let's these do are, this. These are amazing. Uh, I'm going to start with... I, I will tell you right now, I'm marrying the McLaren F1. I you know what? I didn't give you the McLaren uh, F1 because I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Nor did I give you an XJ220 because uh, I knew you would say that too. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And actually, it so would have been a weird polygamy situation. With, I'm going to start with, with this one here because I actually saw a picture of one t- um, yesterday because uh, apparently – so the the place I bought my buyer suit and everything from, yeah. um, they had a, an event and one of these was there. No way. 25 in the world, and they had one there in Colorado, which is crazy. But uh, it was a, it's so, and it was sponsored by the Porsche dealership. This is the Porsche 911 GT1. Yes. Let me I, just remind you yep, of I the have sexiness. looked at many pictures of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So that is – w- What's in the cassette player? <laughs> nothing is in the cassette player because there's probably no stereo. Okay. I'm All guessing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, unbelievably, yeah, awesome. that's amazing. So it's like the widest of wide body kits, yeah, and it has a huge snorkel above the cabin. Yes. It's the greatest, yeah. It, that's it's so awesome. it's like if you were making a cartoon about cars, yeah, that would be one of the cars that you would put in the cartoon. And speaking of cartoonish cars and cartoonish fender flares, and I can't even believe you can drive this on the road legally. We're gonna go with another one. Uh, from a similar era, maybe a few years later. Okay. The Mercedes CLK yes. GTR. Yes, that had a penchant for flipping midair. Yes. Yes. With David Coulthard in, in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, that that car is so gorgeous. I just love that they still put the Mercedes badge. Yes. In the you know with the sticking up the three pointed star thing up up in the up on the end of the nose, and then the last one is one that didn't really make it. Like, they ended the the GT1 program and ended okay. that rule about the 25 cars and everything. Um, but Nissan was already committed to it. Okay. So this is the R390. It's crazy advanced, crazy uh-huh. fast. Yeah. Super cool looking. I remember seeing pictures of that. I am marrying that car. Wow. Yeah. There's only six of them in the world, so yeah. you've made a good choice. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I that... Oh, it's so weird, but cool. I yeah. love it. I love it. 
So you're going to have to crush either then the GT1 or uh-huh. the CLK. I'm crushing the CLK <gasps> because it would kill me. <laughs> it would kill me. I would get in that car and then I would just explode into a Dave mist. Yeah. Just a pink yeah, mist probably. of Dave would be the only thing that would remain. Like, do you smell ginger yeah. and a bad attitude? Because it's just this mist of... Of Dave that remains. I didn't realize until I just looked at this Wikipedia article that they made a uh, that they made a uh, a cabriolet version. Have you oh. ever seen that or the Targa version? I have not. Wow, that's no. awesome. Yeah, but still, I'd kill that before it killed me, <laughs> which means I have to fuck the Porsche. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I can okay. respect that. All right, let me give you one just to just to be nice. I'm sorry that I've given you awful things. Um, fish, Dave. You gave me fish. I'm so sorry. Okay. So, speaking of cars that will kill you, yeah, these are cars that will kill you. Oh, I like these. Sorry, oh, Dave. yeah, I know. I'm That's excited. why I'm giving you this one. Okay. First thing, an Ariel Atom, four cylinder, supercharged. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it. Lotus Seven. Okay. All right. Okay. Last one, a Reliant Robin. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is from the man who, in one game of FMK cars, picked a Citroen 2CV as his daily driver. So yeah, a Reliant cool. Robin is not out of the question. Well, it is for me. I'm killing it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I, I, would, I, would, I, would I would fuck f- the Lotus 7, and I would marry the Ariel Adam. Okay. All right. That's a pretty easy one. Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you had put, if you had, instead of the Reliant Robin, thrown uh-huh. in the Morgan three-wheeler. Oh, why didn't I do that? My answer would have yes. been very different. Okay, let's say I did that. Rewind. Blip, 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 blip. Yeah. <laughs> Edit. Yeah. Um, uh, I w- marry the Morgan three-wheeler. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then fuck the Ariel Adam, and I would have to crush the Lotus 7. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I <laughs> have to drive a Morgan three-wheeler at some point. Me too. I have to wedge all of this into a Morgan three-wheeler and just see what happens. And I, I, I want one so bad. Like, right? rationally so. And I know they're, like, supposed to be just, like, hilariously bad but handling. Still. But still. Like, I want one. And I want to drive it in the mountains. Yes. With a... Yes. Oh. It's the greatest. Uh, I know I'm more into the the car journalism thing yes. than you are. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if you watch The Smoking Tire videos at all not often okay so alex roy who mm-hmm. yeah formerly, i know who he yeah, is so yep. he used to hold the cross-country record um he has a morgan three-wheeler oh and i love it he was out in la with it and uh him and matt farah took it up into the canyons okay and matt farah is not a small man Mm-mm. and alex roy is not that small either oh no, yeah matt's a pretty big dude so they're yeah. both wedged into it and just oh. the video of them driving the canyons is basically just like it's like 15 minutes of two like grown men giggling <laughs> like as we would be if we were driving that car yeah it's a non-stop giggle machine i want one yeah yeah, they're like fifty thousand dollars. If somebody out there can make us, can, can facilitate us driving one, that yeah. that just has to happen. Yeah, that would be Christmas. That would be Christmas for us. That yeah 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 oh, easily. God. Okay, all right. Well, you've told me a lot. Yeah, I mean, you've taught me a lot about giving you better cars than FMK cars. <laughs>
I'm I'm a bad friend. <laughs> Fish bootleg. I, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ian. Um I I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, I agree. I think that's good. Um so I got an anti SUV rant in. Yes, you did. My my one, my quota has been met yes. for this podcast. Um so, I mean, this has been the Team Clear Coat Podcast. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there that keeps a cool car running, even though on some days you might want to set it on fire. Uh, we certainly understand. Um, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at Team Clear Coat. Uh, Ian, you want to give your personal? Yeah, I'm at I Roll So Hard. Let's spell it. E-Y-E, Roll So Hard. Uh-huh. Love that name. Because I'm clever. Hashtag mm-hmm. clever. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's uh, my hashtag brand as a hashtag <laughs> teen. Hashtag namaste. <laughs> hashtag beaver. Yeah. Um, I am Nuck Nuck Goose, N-U-K, N-U-K Goose. Uh, it's off of my last name. Nuck Nuck Goose. On Instagram, I'm Corporate Thug Life on Tumblr. Uh, just follow my Instagram. That's the only thing worth anything. Um, I'm always, if you want to see pictures of me riding bikes poorly or, you know, the sob. That's Gangly, you... ginger, and spandex. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what you're looking yes, for. Millions of followers. Just <laughs> Google gangly, ginger, and spandex and his, his Tumblr page pops yep. right up. Yep. Yeah. It's just, mi- I can just hear the followers piling on right now. <laughs> yeah. Selling it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's your hashtag brand. Yes. Yes. Gangly, ginger. Hashtag mm-hmm. gangly, ginger. GG. Yep. Um, yeah. So thanks. Thanks for listening.